definitely human. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The Monster Hunters, Series 2. Episode 2, Green Prison of Death. That should do it. How do I smell, Roy? I smell great. Roy, I'm back. I bought those sprouts I was telling you about. What's that smell? Have you been ironing again? <laughs> My aftershave. Like it? Uh, it smells like you've been swimming in cider. Perfect. When are you due out? I'm meeting Griselda at half six. Well, you'd better hurry then. It's 6.15 now. Hell's cats. Pass me my number three cravat. Um, there you go. No, number three. Really, Lorimer. Sometimes I think you don't pay attention at all when I sit you down for Roy's fashion tips. Roy, where did you get the money to pay for all these clothes? From the money that Sir Maxwell paid us for the Yeti case. What? Sir Maxwell never pays me anything. What? No, me neither. That was a joke. Anyway, I have to get ready for Griselda. Hmm, You've been seeing a lot of her recently. Yes, and? Nothing. No, go on, Lorimer. I sense a disapproving air in the air. No, I'm sure she's lovely. It's just... Just what? If you're happy, then I'm happy. That's not what you said when I put that wolf's head in the fridge. Well, that was unhygienic. It was resting on my watercress. Yes, well, what did I say about watercress? Hey, Lorimer? You said... I said... Watercress, what a mess. There'll be none of that at this address. Yes, well... Anyway, where are you meeting her? Ah, well, I thought... Yes... I need to make a good impression. Mm -hmm. You know, before the steakhouse. Why don't I like where this is going? So, I thought... You thought... Why don't I invite her back to my flat? My flat? Whatever. Why don't I invite her back to my flat and you could pretend... What? No, it, it doesn't matter. What? No, forget it. You won't like it. What? What won't I like, Roy? Well, you could pretend to be my factotum. I could pretend to be your what? My butler. Yes, I know what factotum means, Roy. I do work for a university. Well, there you go. I knew you had the credentials. The answer is no, Roy. To what? To your question. No, I won't pretend to be your manservant. But... I knew you were up to something. When I came back and saw those new flowers planted outside, I thought, Roy's up to something. What? You know, the, the new plants outside. Lorimer Chesterfield, are you accusing me of gardening? So, you're saying you didn't plant those massive plants all around the house? Oh. What in the Hades is that? Um, let's have a look outside. Lorimer, the door! It won't budge! Look out the window! It's the plants! They've barricaded us in! We're trapped! 
Take two elements, any two elements, say electricity and water, on their own, perfectly harmless. But when you mix them together, maybe in a bowl, dynamite! Roy Steele, caution, may exceed your regular daily allowance of man. And Lorimer Chesterfield, his brain is insured for 7.2 million pounds. My name is Sir Maxwell House. I took those two elements and, like some kind of scientific blacksmith, I forged them together. Forged them into a team that would look danger in the eye and bring it down with the knowledge of a man and the fist of a man. They are the Monster Hunters. Well, that's Mrs. Crabwell told. And what did you tell her? You know, the standard thing you tell old ladies. Stay indoors, giant plants... What are you doing in the cutlery drawer? I'm looking for something we can use to hack through those plants. Ah, I see. Speaking of which, why is this drawer full of fish knives? Well, I was married. It goes with the territory. What? You can only eat fish when you're married? What about you? Didn't you have fish knives? No. We had a little Cuban chef called Jose. We employed him specifically to slice fish. Right. And he was happy with this, was he? I don't know. I don't speak Spanish. Right. Where do you keep your machete? I don't have a machete. Oh. What about your chainsaw? No. Scythe? What do you think I am? Well, I thought you were a monster hunter, but now I'm not so sure. Now, just look here. I've got the books and the brain. You're the one with the fists and the pointy implements. Good point. If only we had one. What? A good point. Right. Don't forget, I'm the one who does the gags as well. Yes. Sorry about that. Damn you, plants! Damn you! Um... You were right. I'm supposed to be meeting Griselda, and instead I'm stuck here in this flat with you, Lorimer, and you're no lady. Oh. It's not your fault, old man. Um. Blame your parents. Oh, thanks. Scotch? That's your answer to this, is it? Drinking? Unless you've got a better idea. Well, we could take samples, try to analyse what we're up against. Or we could see if it wants to analyse my fist. Um, where are you going? Hi! Um, are you all right? Yes! Perfectly fine. Right, is your hand... No. Okay. Uh, But I've had a thought. What? That punching probably won't work. Right. Hmm. Did you say you wanted a sample? Yes. Why? Look here. I've got a leaf. You managed to punch off one leaf? It's a start. Well, it's better than nothing. Give it here. I'll take it to the lab. Lab? Hmm. We have a lab. Down in the basement. We have a basement. What did you think was through that trap door? I thought it was a jacuzzi. Oh, Roy, that's why I keep all my scientific apparatus. Now just help me open this. Oh! Godmothers! It's in the basement! You must have got in through the waste chute. We have a waste chute? Help me close it again. What? You can't close a trap door on your own. Fascinating. I thought you were closing it. This plant looks like some kind of creeping... Oh! Roy! It's got me! Round the knees! Hold still, old fella. Where are you going? Back in a minute. It's dragging me down to the basement. I've got it! A saucepan? Are you going to make soup? Better than that. How about you, you plant bastard? Oh! Ow. Ah. Aim for the plant, not for the shins. Aim for the... Oh. Ow. Sorry. I think it's loosening. Quick, take my hand. What? Do it. Hang on. Three, two, one. <sighs> Thanks, Roy. Quickly, the trap door. Oh. Thank you, Roy. <sighs> Look at this. It sprayed sap all over me when I hit it. Did you get any in your mouth? Why? Well, we don't know what we're dealing with yet. It might be some kind of extraterrestrial creature whose sappy blood could infect you and turn you into some kind of hideous plant monster. 
Is that likely? Well, no, not really. Well, I didn't get any in my mouth anyway. That's all right, then. Don't scare me like that. Sorry, I was just thinking out loud. Well, don't. Think inside your head like everyone else, or on tiny pieces of paper like I do. Yes, okay, will do. Now, where's that sample? Sample? The leaf. Oh, that. What? You dropped it down into the basement? Oh, damn. I've got some sap. No, it's not the same. It's not like you could have done anything with it anyway. Not with those viney things all over your cellar. No, I suppose you're right. Well, we'll just turn to the one thing that never lets you down in times of need. Now you're talking. Make minor treble. Um, I was talking about books. Oh. What? Nothing. Go on. Say it. Say what? You were going to make some kind of comment about my books, weren't you? A book's no use to you when you're up against a wall with a llama, or something to that effect. No. Roy. All right, but I fail to see how reading some books can get me to the steakhouse in time. When I was tracking the Arabian Swamp Cat, I didn't have any of your newfangled books. No, I had my wits. My wits and... Oh, here we go. What? Another one of your hunting stories again. And what's wrong with my hunting stories? I'm sure you make half of them up. Lorimer Chesterfield, are you implying that I make up my instructional hunting stories? Well, I'll have you know that I only embellish 65% of my hunting stories. 70%. 74%. And that's only to make them more educational. I'm sorry, Roy. Are you, Lorimer? Are you? What do you mean? I think this is all about you seeing yourself as the boss of this little outfit. I'm sorry? You know, with your fancy learning and all that. Well, let me tell you, Sunshine, that there's more to knowledge than reading and that other thing. It's about being able to sniff the air and know there's a storm coming. Knowing about how to calm a bear just the right amount so it won't pull your arm off. I think we've got a book about that. Quiet. Right, I know it's important to know your way around a jungle, but on occasions like this, there's nothing better than a little research. Like all the information Sir Maxwell gave us about the Beast of Albion. Oh yes, the Beast of Albion. We're supposed to be finding that, aren't we? Yes. All right, this Albion fella. Hit me with your knowledge, research Nick. Sorry? And what have your researchers told you? Well, some I knew already. The Beast is supposed to be a legendary creature that can grant great power to certain chosen followers. It apparently disappeared in the year 871. Hasn't been seen since. But there are clues. Clues <laughs> that point to... <laughs> what? No, sorry. Sorry, I was just imagining a pig dancing with an otter. Why? Why not? You try it. Go on. It'll really liven up your day. Um, no thank you, Roy. Fine. Suit yourself. Keep the otter to myself. Now, what were you saying? It doesn't matter. I suppose you found all about the Beast of Alabama just from the position of the clouds or something. Well, not quite. But I'll tell you what my researchers have told me. Go on. Well, judging by the evidence, mm. and from the fact that that Colonel Dolby fella was so desperate to get his hands on its hairy hide that he would kidnap your brain to replace his tracker... Yes? It's obviously a beast, and it comes from Albion. Oh. Oh, very good. Excellent. I'll throw away my books now, shall I? Well, I, I wouldn't go that far, but yes, if you like. And I suppose you know exactly where Albion is, do you? Somewhere near West Bromwich? Albion is the ancient word for Britain, Roy. See, I was right. The only actual clue I can find is that the beast was often protected by religious orders to stop it falling into the wrong hands, so we may be looking for some kind of ancient holy temple. Well, that shouldn't be too difficult. We just need to check the location of every religious site and holy order in the entire country. Do you notice how many there could be across the whole of the British Isles? Well, it can't be that many. After the dissolution of the monasteries in the 1530s... Um, Roy, are you sure you didn't get any sap in your mouth? 
Yes, why? Well, nothing. I just I thought you just said after the dissolution of the monasteries in the 1530s. I did. Ha! What? I knew it! You knew what? I thought you'd been creeping in here on a night to read my books when you thought I was asleep. That's not knowledge you could learn in one of your books. Oh, really? It was just tattooed on the back of a tiger, was it? No, but I did meet this little blonde historian in a bar a couple of years ago. Oh, I see. But there is a slight obstacle to our search. And what's that? The bloody great plants keeping us from leaving the house. Oh, yes. What do you think they are? Well, I've never seen anything like this before. These giant, creeping, man-eating plants certainly don't grow on British soil. Where, then? The Amazon? Australia? Glasgow? Glasgow's on British soil. Yes. Yes, it is. Um, Roy, I don't want you to take this the wrong way. Oh, here we go. What? Well, this is what you always say when you're cross with me. You say, Roy, I don't want you to take this the wrong way, and you do the voice. What voice? You're doing it now! I'm not doing the voice, Roy. I'm perfectly calm. Just as calm as when you wanted to mount that yak's head on the bathroom door. For our dressing gowns. Mm. One horn each. I thought it'd be a novelty piece. This is my flat, Roy. You were only supposed to be staying a couple of nights, and that was Christmas. It's only been a couple of nights. That was months ago. And I don't want you to think I'm not happy to have you here. I am. It's been great fun. That night we put all the monsters in Britain into a hat and had to do impressions of them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. What's this, Lorimer? Grrr. It's a griffin, Roy. It's always a griffin. Ha! You're too good at this. Mm. Go on, Lorimer. Hit me with it. I'm a man. Well, I want you to treat this place like your own home. I was worried that last week, when you rearranged your Soups of the World collection, you might have... Yes? I- I'm only saying might. Yes? You might have emptied some of the liquids in my restricted mystical elixirs cabinet down the sink. I only did that once. And then it was because I thought it was off milk. You know what they say about off milk? No, what do they say about off milk? I don't know, I was asking you. So you're saying that this is my fault for pouring your magic liquid down the drain? No, no, I'm just covering every possible hypothesis. Well, stop it. I'm perfectly capable of covering my own hypothesis. Right, well anyway, back to these plants. If it wasn't you, then somebody must have planted them all around the flat on purpose. Who would want to do that? My money's on Colonel Dolby. What? Why would MI16 be messing around with evil foliage? Well, they're probably a bit miffed I escaped. They're trying to tie up loose ends. Lorimer, look. Out the window. It's a lady. Who is she? She's beautiful. That's Griselda. What time is it? It's uh, 6.29. Damn, she's early. She must stay away from the building. She could be in terrible danger. Darling! Roy! It's got its filthy planty fingers all over me. Lorimer! Do something! I, I'm thinking, Roy. Well, think uh, faster! All the blood's rushing to the wrong bits of my body! Hold very still. I'm going to try and close the window very slowly. And. Got you! Oh. <sighs> I think that went very well, Roy. Dorma, it, it's oh. still alive, and I think it's trying to go up my nose. Uh, right. Quick, Roy, you're lighter! Now, wait a minute. I forbid you to set fire to my face! What? No, 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 I, I need to try something. We need to see how it reacts to heat. And to test this out, you need to put some fire very close to my face. Um, well, yes. Right. Here goes. Oh! Ow! There, it's fallen to the floor. I can smell burning hair. Well, the vine. It's slithering towards the door. Stop it! Don't get too near it. It might attack again. And what's it going to do? Well, it could crush your windpipe so you can't breathe, or restrict your chest until you're rendered unconscious, or... Yes, all right. Good point. So how do we stop it if we can't get near it? Lorimer, it's looking at me. No, it's not. It's got no eyes. It's coming towards us. Oh, so it is. What do we do? Behind the coffee table. No, Roy, be careful. That's that's my... Doesn't matter. Sorry. Were you fond of that? What, what was it? 
A voodoo fetish. Lorimer Chesterfield, did you just say fetish? Quick, boy, behind the table. You're learning. Well, it was pretty obvious. Up on the coffee table, use it as a shield. A very small shield. Well, it's a very small vine. Oof. It's launching itself against the table. I know. Why do you keep describing everything that's happening? I don't know. So, what do we do now? Well, when I was on the plains of Africa, I'd hide in a hollow, just like now. Wait for my prey, just like now. And then I'd bung an ashtray at it. They don't have ashtrays in the plains of Africa. They do when Roy steals about. We need to move. Quick, in the cupboard. We have a cupboard? Well, we're safe for now. Until it learns how to use a door handle. I don't think that'll be a problem. Why not? Before you started using it to store your trousers, this was my airtight specimen cupboard. So either it'll wither and die, or we'll run out of air. Oh, excellent. If I can't go on my date because I've died from lack of air inhalation, I'm holding you personally responsible. Do you know who could be helping about now? Suki. What, are you going to write the vine a sternly worded letter? She took out this evil plant. She's very resourceful, you know. Hmm. Lorimer? Yes? Until recently, the only times we'd see Suki were when Sir Maxwell was around. And? Well, I keep coming home and she's here. You go all red-faced and say, thank you, my dear, and then she leaves. What are you getting at, Roy? Lorimer, are you... Yes, Roy? ...doing extra secret work for Sir Maxwell? What? No. But then... Does that mean... Oh. What? Oh. Oh, Lorimer. What? Stop owing, Roy. Lorimer Chesterfield, you old slyboots, you. What? Are you and Suki... What? No, 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 Roy. Suki just comes round to help me with some heavy lifting. Oh, right. Because I had started thinking... What? Well, you're a single man. You've got a face. And? All I'm saying is that it's been a couple of years now since... You know. Margot. That's right. I understand, you know. A man gets lonely. Well, what about you, Roy? What? I'm not lonely. I've got Griselda. That's what I mean. I've never known you to hold down a relationship for more than a week. I mean, I thought you and Dr Ladyface were an item. No, Lorimer. That just wasn't meant to be. We wanted different things. I'm a man of action. I need to go where the buffalo roam. I heard she caught you with her sister. Bah! Does everyone know my business? How did you know? Suki told me. Well, how did she... No, never mind. It doesn't matter now. I'm very happy with Griselda, and that's all you need to know. What kind of name is Griselda, anyway? I think it's Dutch. She's from Holland. Doubt it. When did you two meet? A couple of weeks ago, just after the MI16 business. I was relaxing. Oh, here we go. What? That was a very stressful business. I nearly ruined my best suit. What about me? I was one who nearly had his brain inserted into a dog. Yes, that would have been woofful. What? Woof? Like a dog? Just out of interest, is this some kind of defence mechanism, or do you think that's actually funny? Can I just get on? Go on. Thanks. Well? Are you not going to interrupt? No. No, I, I don't want to be in the doghouse. Sorry. Sorry. Go on. Thank you. I was in the Cocoa Lounge, enjoying a Long Island Manhattan colada, when she appeared. Griselda Promagru. Lorimer... God was designing ladies. He was obviously deputising to the work experience until it was time to build her. I don't know where this is going. Neither do I. Let me put it to you this way. What do you look for when you're looking for a woman? Oh, right. Uh, well, I suppose um, companionship. Someone to look after, and who's going to look after me. 
Someone who's going to understand the real Lorimer Chesterfield, and someone I can discover in the way I could discover an ancient crypt. Oh. Why, what do you look for when you're looking for a woman? Nice... Uh, so, so, this this Griselda. Oh, Lorimer, how can I describe Roy Steele's perfect woman? Easy on the eye? But so much more. I haven't experienced a feeling like this in a long while. That tingling inside, like you've made a connection. You see someone, and it's like you've got a fifth sense. Gosh, this is a sight you have never seen before. I've been complaining for the last half hour about you being vain, self-centred. I know. All fist and no brain. Watch it. Sorry, what I'm trying to say is it's rare to see a more sensitive side to you. Well, I wasn't expecting it myself. You know what I'm like in the clubs, with the women. Well, not really. No? I can't really explain it if you don't understand. Right, I know. Pretend to be a woman. I beg your pardon? Just for a moment. Uh, okay. Right. Okay, you're in a nightclub... You've spotted me across the dance floor. Mm -hmm. Maybe you like my moves. You approach me. You say... Um, ooh. No, no, more more high-pitched, like a woman. Oh. Uh, Ooh. Hello, stranger. Nice moves. No, no, they know who I am. Really? Look, just say, Mm -hmm. are you the famous... Are you the famous... Roy Steele. Roy Steele. Why? Yes, I am. I've hunted a lot of game, but none as lovely as you. Really? You really say that to women? Sometimes. And does it work? Look, do you want to hear about Griselda or not? Sorry. Thank you. With Griselda, it was different. I didn't need to throw her a line. It was like she already knew me. She understood the life of the big game hunter, the danger, the loneliness. It was like she had experienced it herself, which is obviously impossible. Gosh. And then? It blossomed. I took her to the Natural History Museum, showed her the two different types of tiger. We had a drink. Two drinks. And it was like she actually liked me. I didn't need to use any of my lines at all. I was even thinking of throwing away the Roy Steele Guide to Lady Hunting. At first I found it disconcerting, but now it's just refreshing. But it's been so sudden. What do you really know about her? She's a woman, Lorimer, and that's all I need to know. She's not told you anything about her past. Well, that's the funny thing. She says that last August she was involved in a terrible boating accident and lost her entire memory. For her, that past is another country, and it's one she can't identify on the map. Surely she's tried to find out about it. She says it doesn't matter. The past is something that's in the past. And when you've had a life like mine, that's something you can agree with. Hmm. Now, I know you don't like her, but if you could just get to know her like I have... Um, not sure that would be appropriate. You know what I mean. It's not that I don't want you to be happy, Roy. It's just, I want you to be careful. I remember the unpleasantness at Christmas, and I... Now, Lorimer... Look, let me put it this way. You're now the greatest big game hunter in the world. You can say that again. You're the greatest big game hunter in the world. You're also one of the country's top monster hunters. It's perfectly natural that you might come to the attention of women. I just think you need to be careful. Especially now that we're on the trail of the Beast of Albion. Who knows how many people are trying to locate it... And what will they do to stop us? Now look, Lorimer, I know you mean well, but just remember, whatever's going on with you and the ladies, you're putting a toe into my water now, and I know how to handle myself. I know when someone's pulling on my chain. I also know when someone's trying to con me, and Griselda's different. I'm not going to stop seeing her just because some people might want to stop us getting to that there beast of Albion. In fact, we've been in this cupboard for too long. There's two things I want tonight. A stake and a woman, and no plant's going to stand in my way. I have a good mind to get out of this cupboard and punch that plant in the face. 
Plants don't have faces. That's not important. Also, I think it's dead. What? Well, it's been weakening for some time now, and it finally stopped. I don't think it can live without being attached to the main stem. And you didn't think to tell me this sooner? Well, you were busy reminiscing. Right, that does it. Yes. Looks like you were right, old man. It's not moving at all now. See? Yes, all right. Don't wave it in my face. Oh, damn. Pell and damn. What? Griselda. She's gone. Oh, dear. Do you think she was put off by the fact I didn't go out and greet her? Well, the giant plum covering the entire ground floor of the building wouldn't have helped either. How do we destroy it? Well, as you can see from the vine that you're still holding for some reason, oh. if the plant is dismembered, all the pieces will die. We can then dig out the main stem and burn it. So we have to cut it up? Yes. From inside the flat? Uh, yes. With no weapons? Well, we've got the fish knives. I suppose that's better than nothing. Right. There you are. Mm-hmm. Two in each hand. Mm-hmm. Now, are you ready for this? Um, I think so. Then let's take this plant to dinner. Open the window. Start hacking. Aim for the stem. I can't get near it. It's slapping me in the face. Ow! Right, it's not really working. Just keep trying. Aha! Got one. Oh, my neck. Boromir, stop having that massive vine around your neck. I can't help it. Oh, it's taken my knives from me. Oh, really, Lorimer, that's very amateur of you. One of these days, I'm going to sit you down and teach you how to fight with every piece of cutlery that you... Oh! It's got yours, too. Yes, thank you, Lorimer. With your neck. Look out. What? Grab my arm, Roy. It's trying to pull me through the window. What? You're still inside. It's lovely out here. Sorry, I can't see. There's too much vine in the way. Lorimer... I think we need to have a talk about this. I can't move any part of my body. No, nor can I. And, hmm, what? Fascinating. This is not fascinating, Lorimer. This is hurting. There are some strange, colourful flowers beneath us. Oh, wonderful. We're being throttled and he's looking at flowers. Oh. Oh, dear. They're not flowers, Roy. They're not? Is that good? They're like the leaves on a Venus flytrap. That means it's not going to strangle us to death. It's not? No. It's going to strangle us to death and then feast on our lifeless bodies. Well, at least we won't be going to waste. This is it, fella. Roy. Lorimer, it's no use. I think this is it, old man. No! Stop struggling. I I can't. Lorimer. Roy. It's been an honour hunting monsters with you, fella. You too, Roy. You too. hear that, Roy? It sounds like knocking. Is that death? I don't think so, fella. Death isn't this good looking. My God, Griselda. That's right, Roy. You two look like you needed a hand, so I brought two of them. These beauties here. And you see what they're holding, Roy? They're holding an axe, Roy. Oh, thank you, my dear. Lorimer, allow me to introduce you to... Professor Chesterfield, I am Griselda Promigrew. Oh, nice to meet you. Let me shake you by the hand, Chesterfield. Well, I... No, wait! What? I'm going to put down this axe first. I don't want any accidents. Oh, what a good idea. You could take a man's arm off with this, and that's going to hurt. Good to meet you. Oh, well, gosh, what a vigorous handshake. You can let go now. Can I, Chesterfield? Uh, yes, I've heard a lot about you, Chesterfield. Yes, well, there's no need to go into all that now. Do you always carry an axe around with you? (laughs) 
<laughs> of course not, Chesterfield. When I saw your house was being devoured by some kind of evil planty fella, I went round the neighbours to see if I could borrow something. So that belongs to... A nice old lady called Mrs Crabwell. She lives at number 42. Ah, good old Mrs Crabwell. Just the thing to... Execute this plant beast. <laughs> See, Lorimer, she even does the funnies. Oh, yes. Wonderful. I hope you don't mind, Roy. I know you usually like to be the one that kills things. That's true. But today, I'll make an exception. Thanks, Roy. You're a sweetie, Roy. Oh, really? And, uh, what kind of sweetie am I? One with a hard centre, Roy. I think I might need to go and vomit somewhere. Bad day, Chesterfield. Uh, you could say that. How do we get to the ground? I think you were about to end up down that thing's throat, and that's quite a feat, Chesterfield. Last time I checked, plants don't have them. You know, Roy, some good could come out of all this. Oh, really? Yes, the benefits of the human knowledge. If we can get all these bits of plants into the flat... Oh, the... gosh, I'm so hot and sweaty. Oh, the plant! It's decaying. Griselda, your deodorant! Did it really do that? Well, it's a shame, but probably for the best. But... This your flat, Roy? Yes, it is, darling. But ignore any bills you see with Lorimer's name on them. It's just for effect. Does it have a bathroom? I've got a bit of sap on me. Well, why don't I help you clean that off? Roy. Griselda. You've got a little sap on you, too. So I have. Oh, for God's sake, I'm going to go catalogue my powders. Green Prison of Death was written and directed by Peter Davis and Matthew Woodcock. With Matthew Woodcock as Roy Steele. Peter Davis as Lorimer Chesterfield. And Susie Kane as Griselda Promagrew. Engineered and edited by Peter Davis. Music supplied by Chaotic Creations. Featuring music by Kevin MacLeod. With thanks to Heather Duell, Laura Davis and Emma Gibbs. Visit our website at www.themonsterhunters.com This was a Newgate production. And if you heat it, the beautiful thing about it is the sand mm-hmm. turns to glass. Wow. But it gets everywhere, though. Oh, hello oh, there. Oh, good. You're <laughs> back, are you? <laughs> Welcome oh. to the Monster Hunters, talking about the Monster Hunters hunting monsters with the Monster Hunters. Peter Davis, and with me is Matthew Woodcock. Good evening. Good evening. Or good morning. Or good afternoon. Whichever time it is for you, because, of course, you can download this any time of day. You could be on the bus. You could be on the beach. You could be in the bath. In a hot air balloon. Now let's talk about Green Prison of Death. Green Prison of death. Oh, I think this is a good one. I like this one. This is one of my favourite episodes that we've oh, done. Oh, good. I like to yes. hear that. Yeah, it's fun. I'm quite pleased with this one. This one came out of an experiment to start with to see if we could do an episode in real time in one location with just the two of us in it. That was the original idea, wasn't it? One of the things that I was really interested in doing was making it a flat chair. Yeah. And because one of the things I really like, I really like Steptoe and Son. <laughs> <laughs> the kids out there who probably, they're probably on Pac-Man or something, so they yeah. don't know what about Steptoe and Son. No. It's a 1960s sitcom about uh, a father and son rag and bone men, and they hate each other. 
It's by uh, Goldman Simpson, who wrote a lot of our greatest sitcoms. I thought, Very influential to a lot of comedy writers. Yeah, I think so. And I'm not saying we're anywhere near as good as them. We're but much I, better. We're much, clearly we're much better. But I, th- I wanted to take that idea of doing a one-room sitcom with just yeah. two characters. And I think that's what we did with this. I'm really pleased with it. We did, it's, yeah. So a lot of it is is based around the relationship between Roy and Lorimer, rather than what is actually happening yeah. plot-wise. Interesting enough, I based in my head when I was writing it with you it was based on your flat was it yeah I didn't know that. you didn't know that I've no. got in my head I've okay. sort of got a layout for Lorimer's flat it mainly looks a lot like your your flat at the time well there you go look at that Did now you know I that? know that now yeah. I know I like the idea that they kind of live there and they spend their time you know what would Lorimer and Roy do on on the days when they're not fighting monsters? Yeah, there's also an element of the Sherlock Holmes relationship. Mm-hmm. The whole thing about um, Holmes locking Watson's checkbook up. Yeah, in the in to stop in him the from gambling. <laughs> yeah, which I, which is in the stories. I'm I'm totally right. It's in yeah, the stories. Yeah, I mean, not we, like we say one of our plays, surmise. but it is mentioned. Yeah, definitely. I find that really interesting. The idea that Holmes is kind of looking after Watson's interests, and Watson's constantly trying to stop Holmes with his drug taking as well. And so there is something about that in Roy and Lorimer's relationship, I think. In the flat instance, I think we mentioned, or certainly we talked about the idea of Roy's scotch ration. Yeah. Partly for cash flow reasons, but maybe there's also the idea that Lorimer doesn't like the idea of Roy drinking too much. Yeah, I liked this because also it was really easy to record because it was just you and me. I think it was, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because also, there's a lot of long scenes. It wasn't really split up, so we recorded most of it in sort of one go, I think. Yeah, well, it doesn't need to be short scenes because they're just yeah. in this this place and it's it's quite fun to just let it go and it really uses the audio medium as well. Yeah. It's the opposite of what we do with other episodes, which are very, you know... Lots of scenes. Lots of lots scenes. Of characters. But it's interesting sometimes to slow it down and make yeah. it quiet again and make it intimate and I think that's what you do here and it's unexpected because it's episode two you're not taking it up a level you're actually this time you're bringing it down we didn't quite manage to do the whole episode with just two of us because we did have a third character coming at the end uh, which is the first appearance of Griselda Promagru yes Griselda Promagru Roy's new lady friend the lady in his life indeed that's a bit different because previously we different had him as a Lothario. Yeah, so we don't know much about her at the moment as we are listening to this. He's obviously trying to, you know, doll himself up for her. He's taking her to a steakhouse. I think he genuinely loves her in a way that he doesn't with... Because previously, in series one, he's always been a ladies' man. I don't think he feels anything for anybody he's trying to no. seduce. And also it's been very we've been very careful to make sure that he's not very good at it. <laughs> we need to make sure it hurts him. But I thought this time it would be interesting for him to have an actual relationship that means something. Griselda is played by Susie Kane. Yes, absolutely. The, the amazing Susie Kane. She is actually sit yeah. down. You sat right. down. Go on, I'm sat down now, yeah. Because Go on. Are those your real legs? Well, one of them is. Yeah. Look at that, they're impressive. You Thank wouldn't you. tell that one's a painting. Anyway, you were saying that she's... Yep, she is the real-life sister right. 
of Simon Kane, who plays Sir Maxwell House. No. I know. Is she? She is. Wow. But what's better than that is she's very, very good. Oh, and right. And she's I see. been on the telly and everything. <laughs> she has. I've she seen has. her on the telly. And what have you seen her in? I saw her in an episode of Extras, the, the Christmas debates, special. The Christmas special. Yeah, she, she was, was in also that. in an episode of The Thick of It, I think. I think she's, she's also been in an episode of the Morse prequel Endeavour, which feels quite appropriate for this. She's and very she's good in that. She's in a series called The House of a New. She's specifically in series three of House of okay. the Wolves. I Which can't I don't remember really the name. Know much about that is, uh, I think it's a Nickelodeon okay. kids series about a boarding school. I mean, yeah. if you know about it and you want to tell us more about it, why don't you write in to us? I'm not going to tell you my address, but throughout this episode of this podcast, there will have been little clues and numbers and things, seven. Yeah. And if you piece it all together, Street. Four you will be able to work out our address, Todminster. And then you will be able to send us a letter, which you have written yourself. Or if you can't write, you can get your mum to do it. Or if you don't want to write us a letter, you could tweet us. At Hunting Monsters, if you want to. And we will answer your questions. We won't necessarily answer your questions. We will definitely, we will unless we're busy. Peter will answer Unless we're questions. at work or something. So we got Susie. That was great. I was really, yeah. really pleased. I think we she'd seen... She'd come to see she our did come stage to see us do a, a, a live stage show. And yeah, so we it. plied her with drink. In front of lots of other people, we said, would you like to be in an episode of So Montons? she couldn't and, refuse. And so she had to say yes out of politeness. And I think she raises the quality like 100 mm. million percent. So yeah, so she's she turns up in this one. That's very nice. And we have Ryan Lorimer on their own in the flat. That's very nice. And that's kind of all we've got to it's say very really nice. about this one. <laughs> Other than it's very, very nice. We like this one. And so on to the next episode. Episode, and episode three of this series is called The Prey of Mantis. But that's another that's story. That's in the future. That's in the and future. And we'll see you after that. Yes, we will. Goodbye. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 